When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Curling fans, as America's best curling teams prepare to compete on the world stage, you've come to the one place with everything you need involving USA Curling. It's the Extra Extra In podcast with Price Atkinson. Get ready for everything that you need to know. News, interviews, points of view, anything involving Team USA forming and the 2018 Winter Olympics in South Korea for Team USA Curling is found here. It's the Extra Extra In podcast with Price Atkinson and the 12th In Sports Network crew powered by Isagenics. Episode 28 of the Extra Extra In Podcast with the 12th in Sports Network, powered by Sagenics, Price Atkinson, and Joe Calabrese back again this week, as we are every week here through the curling season on the Extra Extra In. Joe, episode 28, hard to believe that we are this far into it, but we are just this far into it as we've got a whole lot as it is now. The month of February, it is an action-packed month this month and certainly next when we'll be at USA Curling Nationals, but welcome back in, Joe. Great to be with you as we are every week. Thanks, Price. You know, yeah, we started this back in uh, September. It's hard to believe we've got 28 episodes uh, in the books here, Um, but, you know, this is the month we've sort of been waiting for. It's uh, it's Olympic month, and uh, things would be uh, kicking off uh, one week from today. Big, big month and a big, big episode in episode 28. What will you hear in this episode? You will hear a lot, but specifically show guest this week, Skip Nina Roth. Caught up with her recently, and this week talked to Vernon Davis, who is the honorary, uh, you know, unofficial honorary team captain, whatever you want to call it, uh, t- with USA Curling at the upcoming Winter Olympics. He'll be there opening ceremonies. So talked with Vernon Davis. Ironically, on the uh, 24 hours when he has a new quarterback in Washington as the NFL tied in for the Redskins, but catching up with Vernon Davis, great conversation with him, and certainly Nina Roth, Skip of Team Roth. So as our athletes have now, it looks like, uh, have slowly started departing now. I think by the time this podcast airs Thursday, February the 1st, everybody will officially, as far as athletes, be en route to Japan, Joe. Yeah, I saw a picture uh Matt and Becca Hamilton on social media yesterday. They were on their way uh, to Japan, a long flight, and <laughs> it sounded like they were up to their antics already. Um, but, uh, yeah, the rest of the teams, I think, had, the rest of the people on the teams had a send-off, I believe, last night, and they should be on their way either today or tomorrow. Yeah, as we uh, come to you here uh, February 1st, if, if you're listening to this, you can go back and listen to past episodes of the Extra Extra and Podcast on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Every single episode that we've ever done, it is right there. Of course, you can listen every single week on Blog Talk Radio. You can subscribe. Highly encourage our listeners to subscribe and rate, review, share on iTunes, Apple Podcast app on your smartphone. You can, If you've got Android, you can use the Stitcher app. It's free download. You can search for us there. A lot of ways, and of course, certainly tesn.us forward slash podcast where you can listen to us every single week. And uh, we've got some national championships to get to, Joe. But before we do that, I was going to tell you, I mentioned it to you a little bit earlier. 
this morning, before even eight o'clock this morning, as I get my kids to to daycare, you know, I, I I've got some pet peeves that just drive me nuts. And this is a little off topic here, but it set my day in motion in the wrong way because. I hate people that don't use their turn signal. Please don't tell. Please tell me you're not one of them. It just burns me up. But when it comes to also the automobile, I cannot stand when people back in at my kids' daycare. They back in. It drives me crazy. It is an in and out affair. It's not time to make sure your car's looking shiny and pretty, where you can just whoop zip out. You just pull in, get it done, get out, dude. I experienced that, and then within five minutes of drop off, run by the convenience store. The other thing that is the worst in my book of pet peeves is getting behind somebody buying lottery tickets at the convenience store. It drives me crazy because they take forever. My day is off to a poor start. Oh, I hear you. Uh, you know, those are some pretty good pet peeves. I, I got three for you myself, if, you, if you're ready for them. Yes, please. Uh, I think you and I are, are very similar in that we don't like people wasting our time. So. Um, I, I certainly understand, uh, you know, waiting at the daycare. I get that. Um, but you know, one of my pet peeves is going to the doctor and setting up an appointment. You get in there and they tell you, oh, you need to get there 15 minutes early so we can get you in on time. And so you get there 15, 20 minutes early, and then it's still like 45 minutes before you're ever seen by a doctor. Yeah. That drives me up the wall. Totally. Um, another, thing that, another thing that drives me crazy, Price, is people who talk during a movie. I mean, really, like, you know, you're there, you paid good money, you know, you take your family, it could cost you $100 to go to a movie. I want to hear the movie. I don't want to hear people jibber-jabber about other things. Yeah. Um, and then the, the third thing, Price, that I, that I find as a pet peeve is that the people who are waiting to register for curling the gathering in April at the Rochester Curling Club from April 13th to 15th, um, you got to get those registrations in. We only have 16 teams that are going to be able to register, so we'll make sure you go to Rochester Curling Club. Uh, on the internet and uh, get your registration in as soon as you can. Dude, how about that segue? How about that plug? How about that transition? That was impressive. Now, you haven't experienced all your pet peeves before 8 a.m. like I did this morning, but still, that was impressive. No, no, no. I, I, I'm proud. I, I, look, dude, you get a lot of kudos and high fives in my book for that one. That was solid. That was solid. I, I do my best. All right, uh, senior national championships uh, in the books, and uh, I guess women's side first. Patty Lank coming up a little bit short to Margie Smith, falling six to five in the women's final at uh, in Duluth. You know, as somebody that obviously uh, Patty Lank, who you know pretty well, but just uh, gives uh, one up, I believe, in the extras. Was it not? Yeah, it was an extra end victory, uh, and uh, Smith won six to five. Uh, that let her go undefeated, perfect eight and zero record, and and I believe if if Patty had even won that game, she might have had to beat her again. Um, but it, at the end of the day, that means that this is her fourth time at the World Senior Championships. She's going to Sweden, uh, April twenty first to twenty eighth, and she's going to be joined uh, by the men's representative. It's uh, Jeff Wright and his team out of Illinois. Yeah, how about that? Uh, did you see the shot from uh, Jeff Wright there? Uh, I believe it was the shot to win it, right? That uh, at the end yeah. of that game against uh, Mark Olson's team, I believe that was impressive. Yeah. It was. If if you don't get a chance, if you haven't had a chance to look at it, uh, our friend Sean Murray re uh, tweeted or re uh, Facebook messaged or whatever you call that in Facebook. I shared it, I guess, um, and it was an angle raise. Uh, for four in the seventh end, and that really put the game away. Jeff Wright beats Mark Olson 
seven to three. It was a really long angle raise, probably about 12 to 13 feet. Uh, and then it, it removed two stones of Olsen and allowed uh, Wright to get to pick up four there for the victory. Boy, it was a beauty. It was an absolute beauty. So congratulations to uh, the winners of the Senior Nationals in Duluth and Nationals also ongoing right now. The Junior National Championships in Detroit, Joe, and on the women's side, Madison Bear, as we record, uh, tied atop the standings with Cora Farrell and Abby Kitchens from North Dakota, so a three-way tie, at least as we record this, atop, and then Andrew Stopera leading the pack, uh, as we expected on the men's side there in Detroit. Round-robin play still ongoing. Yeah, a bunch of teams in this, so 10 teams on each side, so they're, they're only through six games, so they have three more to play. Um, and on the women's side, like you said, there's three teams at the top, a couple more with just two losses, so uh, there's four page playoff spots available, and there's five teams with two losses or less. So um, it's going to be a barn burner on the women's side. Over on the men's side, it's pretty much the, the same scenario, except Andrew Stoperi is undefeated at 6-0. and But you have five teams for four spots with two losses or less. So three games to go, anything can happen. Uh, but it, it appears that no one's really going to be running away with this. All right, Joe, well, we told our listeners certainly where you can listen to the Extra Extra and podcast. Um, you can also register right there with on the using the widget tesn.us forward slash podcast to our weekly contest, prize, giveaway, whatever you want to call it, but we give away something every episode every single week. I like this week's uh, giveaway. I really like this week's giveaway. Tell everybody what it is. Yeah, pretty simple. Uh, we have uh, some TESN ball caps, and so if uh, you register this week, you have a chance to win a TESN baseball cap with the TESN logo um, uh, emblazoned right in the front. It's, uh, it's a nice little gift uh, we give uh, to uh, people who played at the uh, Olympic trials, and so we have a few left over. We're going to give them out to one of our listeners. All right, there you go. Sign up right there, tesn.us forward slash podcast. Certainly, as we told you, iTunes, Apple Podcast, an array of ways you can listen to us every single week as we are coming to you uh, here on technically we're recording February 1st, but as this episode is out for everybody, you can go back and listen to past episodes. We encourage you to do that as we uh, have gone through the entire season. There's a whole lot more to go, but coming up, what will be coming up, you will hear Nina Roth in the very next segment, the head skip, or the skip, excuse me, of Team Roth, uh, ready to do battle over in South Korea. So Nina Roth is coming up on the other side. And then just a little bit later, Vernon, Roth, uh, Vernon Davis, the tight end for the Washington Redskins, a two-time pro bowler, played his college ball at Maryland. We'll talk with him. We'll even get a Super Bowl pick out of him, Joe. How about that? A Super Bowl pick oh, from Vernon Davis. I like which, it. Which is where he is Inside actually hit. Yep. Yep, new quarterback, and he is headed to Minneapolis as well. So any curling fans be on the lookout for big Vernon Davis there. But that's what we will have for you, Nina Roth. It's coming up next, followed by Vernon Davis. Joe and I will be right back here on the Extra Extra Podcast with the 12th in Sports Network, powered by Issa Jones. All right, the Extra Extra in podcast rolling right along here. Price Atkinson now joined by 
the incredibly talented, but most importantly, the skip of Team USA and Team Roth, Nina Roth herself, the pride of McFarland, Wisconsin in the Madison area. Nina, congratulations, punching your ticket. I know it's been a little bit of time since we talked, uh, certainly back in, in November in, in Omaha, but you know, not too long since we talked in, 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 uh, in Blaine during the mixed doubles trials, but you know, how is how's everything kind of settled down for you now that you, you put the mixed doubles behind you last month? Now you kind of really just zero in on you and your team. Yeah, it feels great. It's really starting to sink in, you know, everything that we've accomplished this year. And mm-hmm. now that mixed doubles is over and the mixed doubles team is decided and it's the Hamiltons, yep. uh, you know, there's, there's a rebirth in the excitement and... <laughs> and celebration a little bit at our curling club and it's just been a crazy wild ride Uh, i can only imagine the wild ride it's been like and you know it started for you i believe at what age 10 that's when you started curling and i know your dad was a recreational curler but you know the dream you know years later now realized in going to the olympics for you you know having talked to some of the other players has it started to sink in for you yet or is it still going to be kind of all right once we get on a plane and once we set foot over there whether it's you know getting in the venue is that when it's going to sink in or has it already begun i think it's starting to sink in finally you know getting i've finally gotten to spend some time at at madison curling club and Uh celebrate with some of our you know longtime club curlers and you know, have a lot of people congratulate us and be happy for us. And so enjoying in those moments with them has really helped it to sink in more for me. Yeah. And, and you punch your ticket to the Olympics because, I mean, this is a dream. There's no question about it. It's a dream that's being realized to qualify and to be able to go wear the stars and stripes on your chest, on your back, on your hat. You know, where, you know, this is obviously a dream, but I also know that you guys aren't going to just – you're not just happy to be there. This is not blue ribbon time. You guys are – and you told me before, but you guys are going to the, – the goal going over there is to get on the podium and win a medal, not just simply, hey, we're here, look at us. Exactly. You know, this last week we kind of had some time off. We got to, uh, you know, revamp our, our workout session and get a little uh-huh. bit sore again and uh, <laughs> enjoy some gym time and kind of – reset our goals you know we uh, we mm-hmm. achieved our our number one goal so far of the season of of winning the trials and now it's time to set some new goals so that we are fresh and just playing at our peak performance at the olympics so we can get on that podium for sure how, how do you battle i don't want to say complacency because you know again you're not just happy to be there i know that i know that it's a dream that's been realized but what, what do you do to try and stoke the fire? I mean, not that you have to really do a whole lot. I mean, you're trying to win a medal at the Olympics. You've been to the World Championships. But how do you battle a little bit of that, you know, complacency that, you know, just when you get in the awe of the moment once you get there? Because clearly it's something I know that you and any of your three teammates have never felt without Olympic experience. Yeah, I know that this the second we start traveling to the Olympics yeah. is going to be, you know, just the most exciting experience, and we're going to be excited and ready to play at our best right now. Um, you know, trying to get get to the point where we're ready to train and getting excited to train mm-hmm. and push even harder. You know, it's been a long season, so so I'm looking for inspiration. You know, from past Olympians. I'm, uh, you know, listening to, <laughs> I've listened to the uh, Olympic fanfare and <laughs> uh, Star Wars fanfare a few times to get excited for workouts and, and just trying to motivate myself and, and get that adrenaline rush 
then I know I'll get at the Olympics wherever I can. Whenever you're watching TV or just hanging out, if you even have time to watch TV, but you hear, you know, on NBC, you might hear it, uh, you know, winter a commercial for the upcoming Winter Olympics, and you hear that music. Uh, do, do you immediately stop what you're doing? I mean, is it is it like that a hit of adrenaline as soon as you hear that, whether it's on TV or listening on your iPod? Yeah, for sure. It's it's the adrenaline shoots right back up, and I get a big smile on my face, and just I'm I'm in awe of what my team has done so far, and I can't wait to to perform at that big stage. Yeah, it's incredibly special. It's just been special to watch you guys. Everybody can follow you on Twitter, on Facebook. Your team at Team Roth USA eighteen again, both Twitter and Facebook at Team Roth USA. 18 and you know it's a skip a team USA you've got uh, certainly one uh, somebody I know you look up to and Erica Brown from right there that curled out of Madison and you know her mm-hmm. fr- family there and you know Debbie McCormick another you know former skip of, of team USA have you talked to them have you kind of in the week since winning the Olympic trials back in in Omaha have you had a chance to sit down or you know chat with them you know to maybe kind of just not not so much you know get pointers but just kind of let them share a little bit what they might want to tell you yeah, I've talked a little bit with Ann Swisshelm, um, a past mm-hmm. coach and teammate of mine, and uh-huh. um, uh, a few text messages from Erica and Debbie for sure. They, mm-hmm. They've shared their support, and I'm just so so blessed to have them in my corner. Mm-hmm. Um, would love to sit down with, with both of them and have a conversation because they've been there. They've been there multiple times. They've they've been through the everything that I've been through in the last few months, and um and, you know, throughout my current career. So uh, they'd be good ones to talk to for sure. Yeah, as we continue with Skip Nina Roth getting ready for the upcoming Winter Olympics in South Korea, just cannot wait to see you guys take the ice. It's going to be a, it's going to be a chill, really a hair raising moment for me just to see you guys just get on that ice, forget the competition, just to see you all, all four of you, and, and Corey yourself too. Wearing that American flag on your chest that says Team USA, the Stars and Stripes, I just can't wait for it. But without any of this Olympic experience on your team, you know, I know you rely on the world. You've got a lot of world, uh, you know, experience. Y'all, y'all were fifth at the World Championships last year. Is that an experience? Because you're going to be competing against teams there, you know, that you've competed against, you know, before on many different occasions. Just it's not the Olympics. Is that the World Championship experience you're going to lean on when you get to South Korea? For sure, a hundred percent. You know, there's going to be a lot of outside factors that are going to be out of our control. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as prepared as we're going to get, as prepared as we can for those experiences. But once we get into the arena, we're we're hoping to be able to treat it just like a World Championships. You know, we were able to perform very well there last last year. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, we can keep that mindset and that energy going. So I know as a registered nurse, you and I have talked about this before, how much you just love your job and how much your patients and your coworkers love you, especially cheering you on, watching, you know, web streams and everything when you're competing, uh, whether at home or abroad. How has it been like getting back to work and, and you know, welcoming in uh, an Olympian? How much fun have they had? And how much fun have you had with them? It's It's been awesome. Going back to work those first couple of days was just a, a great blur of uh, celebrations and and pats on the back and congratulations and you know here I am trying to remember how to do my job because it's been quite a quite a long time um, since being there um, but you know getting to celebrate with my patients and and my coworkers was just 
awesome. Yeah. And I'm so blessed to have them in my corner, too. I, I'm, yeah, I'm sure you were a little bit lighter in your feet, and I don't mean that in any bad way, but those first couple days going back, just riding high on the excitement uh, of going to the Olympics, I'm sure that those few, you kind of floated through a, f- a couple of those first 12 hour shifts. Yes, for sure. They definitely went by quicker than they normally do. <laughs> All right. As we get ready to wrap up with Nina Roth, skip of Team Roth again. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter throughout the Olympics before and after at Team Roth USA 18. And, you know, Nina, I know that, you know, talking with a lot of the other athletes and being around you guys, you know, family, it's such a close knit community, your team and your in, in the sport. Uh, but your families, I, I won't forget, you know, the embrace you and your husband had right after you guys won the trials in Omaha. And, you know, how important it is for them to share in this journey with you guys, because they they make they go basically step for step with you all every step of the way. Yeah, it's it's been awesome to get to enjoy this whole experience with our families as well. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband, he's been along for almost nine years now, you know, letting me go to all these tournaments and encouraging me every step of the way, um, motivating me to practice and, and get my butt in the gym when I just want to sit on the couch and, you know, just being supportive wherever he can. And, you know, of course, my my parents have been there for the last 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> You know, they've been through every single high and low of you know, juniors and, and women's play and transitions of teams and, and things like that. So they've been extremely supportive. So to get to go to Korea with them is, is just going to be awesome. And, a great celebration. Yeah, talking with your dad back in Blaine, he, he sounds like he is one fired up dad ready to, uh, said usually I go a little bit conservative maybe with my outfits, but I'm not going to be anything but uh, unconservative up in the stands. Anything red, white, and blue, it's going to be worn on my body. He he sounded like he was re- ready to go right then back in Blaine in December, but you know, one thing I'm curious, you know, tell our listeners because I know a lot of the, you know, you guys everybody just doing fundraisers to help, you know, raise money for your families to go. What are you guys doing? What is a way that listeners can participate, can contribute, can help out. Yeah, we're we're doing a lot. We're selling T-shirts. You know, we've got a, a website up. Uh, I can give you the website of that. I got to look it up. Um, but the you can buy T-shirts online. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're selling T-shirts at our curling club in Madison, Wisconsin. So uh, you can see us at the curling club if you're from Madison. Um, you know, up in Duluth, they're doing a lot of events, uh, comedy clubs, and different things at the Duluth Curling Club. Um, so if you want to go see some athletes, you can go up there. Um, we're doing a spaghetti dinner uh, January 24th at the Madison Curling Club if mm-hmm. you want to come eat some spaghetti. <laughs> um, and, and of course, see Matt, Becca, and I. Um, so just a lot of stuff to, to try to help the family out with with funds and things like that. Well, we'll, we'll certainly, uh, without a doubt, pass along links, pass along information shared on the 12th and Sports Network. So, you know, a lot of our listeners, certainly everybody fans of you guys and everybody that's going to be competing in South Korea can help out, can become involved and, you know, get a T-shirt, get a hat, whatever it is where they can put that on and feel like they're just a tiny, tiny part of Team Roth when you guys take the ice. Nina, can't thank you enough for the time. It's just been very, very special on my end to watch this journey unfold and cannot wait to see you guys in South Korea. Awesome. Thank you so much, Price. Really appreciate it. All right. Congratulations, Nina. That's Nina Roth. Skip of Team Roth. We'll be right back here on the Extract Room Podcast. This is a Cheetos and Tadre exclusive. All right, a special treat here for all our listeners here on the Extra Extra In podcast with the 12th and Sports Network powered by Isagenix. 
We're going to talk with Vernon Davis, the NFL tight end, the sixth uh, pick in the 2006 NFL draft by uh, the San Francisco 49ers, taken out of the University of Maryland, but more importantly, an ambassador to the United States Curling Association is going to be headed to Korea as an honorary captain for Team USA again. Vernon, welcome in to the Extra Extra Podcast. It is an absolute treat. Hey, good to be here, man. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's not every day you get to talk curling uh, with an NFL tight end, and I guess just, you know, let's just get going from there because you obviously have been involved for several years you you got interested in curling when you know a reporter I believe when you were playing for the 49ers uh challenged you to go out you went to a local curling club and that's really all she wrote but you've since gotten involved with USA Curling just what has the partnership been like since you got involved uh, several years ago well, it's been great it's been a great partnership it's been something uh to to remember the experiences has been um has been out of this world. I wouldn't trade it for anything because being a part of something, a sport like this that every, a lot of people don't really know about, especially the African-American um, economy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's awesome to be able to bring some uh, some attention to, to the sport and just continue to see it grow and grow and grow. And lately, I've been seeing a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, getting involved with the sport of curling. Yeah. Was it a lot like, for me, is kind of the outsider, not from one of those traditional curling areas, but you you get around the sport and immediately the first time just getting involved in in, in being with the athletes, coaches, and everybody, just the the aura around the sport. I've had a hard time uh, explaining it to a lot of my friends here in South Carolina that you just got to go, you got to become a part of it to really understand how unique, special, authentic, you know, the people, everybody around the game is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I concur. I mean, you, you do. You have to um, you, you have to do that. And and it's just, it's a, it's a good group. It's, it's a great group. I mean, these guys, one thing about this sport that I love is that mm-hmm. you, you can play forever. It's just like golf. <laughs> you can play forever. You can continue to just craft your skills and just keep getting better. Right. Right, as you're born and raised there in the Washington D.C. area, you know, played your college football at Maryland there in College Park. You mentioned uh, part of the partnership, really trying to you know expose African Americans, especially uh, in your home area of D.C., to the sport. Obviously, it's it's a demographic that just has not had that kind of exposure to the sport. So you know, talk about you know the partnership and and, and what you're trying to help get out of it and, and bring to others, especially in the community. Well, for me, I feel like it's a great partnership. I feel like there's a lot of synergy uh, between us, between both worlds. Mm-hmm. And for me to to partake in this particular sport, it's, I'm doing it only because I want to help out and uh-huh. I want to encourage other athletes to get involved. Get involved because it's, it's something, like I said before, it's something you can do forever. It's like golf. It's a great hobby as well as something to um, – to, to, to get involved with full-time. You yeah. never know. And it's just another outlet and for the African-American population, just another outlet, another opportunity um, for our younger generation to, to do something they've never done before and uh, just continue to keep getting better and, and, and just, you know, just involve, get involved with something they've, they've never done pretty much. 
Yeah, as we're talking with Vernon Davis, the two-time Pro Bowler tied in now for the Washington Redskins, uh, honorary uh, ambassador to USA Curling, going to be uh, one of the honorary team captains over in Korea coming up here shortly. Follow Vernon on Twitter at VernonDavis85. And, you know, Vernon, uh, what do your teammates in the locker room say? I mean, do you, do you, how often do you suggest, hey, you want to hit the curling club with me? We come give it a try. What, what do they say when you bring it up, you start talking about the sport? What's their reaction? You know, a lot of guys don't really know too much about the sport. Uh-huh. They're always asking questions, and and sometimes when you you can sit down with some of the guys, they be like, oh, 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 yeah, I saw that on television. I saw that. I, I didn't know too much about it. And it was the same way with me when when uh, a buddy of mine at the San Francisco Forty when I was with San Francisco Forty Niners came mm-hmm. to me and was like, hey, Bernie, you should try this sport called curling. I'm like, what is that? I didn't know anything about it, but, but once I, I jumped in and, and learned the game. I started to pick it up, and I was like, wow, I can actually do this. This is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Do you got any uh, candidates maybe that uh, you, you know that might be in, in the locker room there with the Redskins? I was looking at the roster. I didn't see a whole lot of Wisconsin flavor. I know you got a rookie running back there. Uh, I know you got one of your linemen from maybe Michigan State or, or Utah. Any, anybody you think that might be a really good candidate to be a uh, outstanding curler there in the Redskin locker room? Uh, as far as as far as candidates go, yeah, I believe that it, I, I'd say half of the locker room could um, could get in and and do this because we have a sh- we have shuffleboard in our locker room. And oh wow! Every every time we get a lunch break, guys are on that shuffleboard. <laughs> so that tells me if they can play shuffleboard, they could do curling. Let's 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 talk. Have a talk with Mr. Snyder. See if we can get some ice replaced uh, there on that shuffleboard. Vernon is uh, yeah. You, you and uh, I thought the commercial, the Cheetos commercial, do the curl. Let's just talk about it. Fantastic, awesome. Another way, a really big way, honestly, to bring you know more awareness and ex- simply exposure to the sport of curling. You know how? What about the the blockbuster commercial? How much fun was that with ULT Todger Call, who who obviously uh, threw down the tracks for do the curl i thought lt in it was, was a super awesome touch yes i thought it was it was it was it was unbelievable yeah to to i mean just coming up with that concept mm-hmm. was truly amazing because it it resonates with that african-american uh culture mm-hmm. african-american culture population and then it then you can bring in the diversity of it through, through through just the sport of curling uh-huh. and everyone that 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 made the commercial. It's just there's a lot of diversity in it. Um, I strongly believe that it um, it, it really uh, throughout the, throughout this world, throughout this country, mm-hmm. uh, especially those who had an opportunity to see the, the commercial. Yeah, and um, it was just great. It was cool. It was just really, really awesome to be a part of that. How much fun was the filming? I know you've got to know a lot of the the curlers over the years, Chris Plies, uh, Jamie Sinclair. It looked like you guys had a lot of fun together. You know, putting this thing together. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. We we, we enjoyed ourselves. We we made it fun by just you know the way we interacted with each other, and it was just we just had a blast, man. Yeah. It was great. How how comfortable was Ladanian Tomlinson on the ice? Number one, and who had the best dance moves among the Team USA curlers that you guys worked with? Ladanian was he was he. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, he, he was hysterical. He 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 just couldn't he just couldn't keep his balance. He just kept he kept falling, and he's like, "Oh, I got the hang of it. I got the hang of it." 
<laughs> and I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, you're a running back, man. You should have good feet. Good feet. Good balance. Awesome. It was, it was cool. It was, it was really cool. Awesome. Well, let's uh, a couple more things to hit on before we let you go. Vernon Davis, again, the tight end for the Washington Redskins. Ambassador to USA Curling. We're excited about his upcoming trip to cheer on Team USA and, and work with the staff at USA Curling over in Korea. Uh, before we talk about that and close with that, I know the Vikings, I, I don't know, what was your reaction when you saw the Vikings, the TD celebration in the end zone against the Eagles in the NFC Championship game? They happened to throw down and sweep the rock, baby. They swept the rock. They swept the ball. I thought that was pretty awesome. Of course, the Vikings come up uh, short. Did you see it and immediately when you saw it, or did you have to go back and watch it on video? Did, how quickly did you hear about it? No, I saw it. I was watching the game, and I, I saw it right away. I was like, wow, they just did a, a curling, a reenactment of curling. Yeah. I thought it was super cool. But earlier this year, I had an opportunity to, to watch the Detroit Lions play, mm-hmm. and they did the exact same thing. Yep, Golden Tate, Golden Tate. He did the same thing. All right, you're headed to Super Bowl 52 there in the Twin Cities. It's going to be cold. I know you're going to be wrapping up, but before we talk USA, uh, Team USA, just real quick, give me a, can you give us a Super Bowl prediction, Eagles or Patriots? I'm going with the Eagles, and I say that because they are Ooh. relentless right now. They, they're, they're salivating for a win, and – I could see it in their last game. I feel like they're they're um, they're they're just eager. They're eager mm-hmm. and they're, they're 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 focused and they just want to win a Super Bowl. They they haven't won. It's been a while since they've won, and I feel it's about that time. I, I'm going with the the. The Eagles. Ooh, sure. ooh, going against the Goat and Brady. All right, as we begin wrapping up with Vernon Davis, the tight end, Washington Redskins. Again, follow him on Twitter at Vernon Davis85. Just a special conversation to get a few minutes with him today to talk about Team USA as you're headed to Korea for the upcoming 2018 Winter Olympics, Vernon. And, you know, you went to Vancouver. You were there in 2010. You were there in Sochi 2014. You know, this next experience, I know this is an incredible honor, but, you know, something that you've really, really enjoyed getting to know and, and becoming close with Team USA as they represent the United States on the world stage. Yeah, yeah, being a part of uh, being a part of this, um, this I mean, it's, it's, it's just like, it's, it's amazing, man. I, sometimes I, I'm speechless because um, you never know where life will take you, mm-hmm. and just being associated with the United States of America when it comes to the Olympics mm-hmm. is uh, it's quite an accomplishment, and I, like I said, I wouldn't trade it for anything, so I'm elated. Um, I'm ready to get down there and support the U.S. curling team and, and do whatever I can to boost the morale. Have you? Uh, how, how much time do you plan to spend over there? Will you be there over there the, t- the whole two weeks? Or are you just going to be there You know, three, five days? You're going to be there a week? What's kind of Vernon Davis's schedule when, once you get over there? Uh, when I get there, I'll, I'll go to the opening <laughs> ceremony, and I'll, I'll be there for about a week. Um, I usually stay, don't stay any longer than a week. Mm-hmm so I can get back and uh, get some things done. But I'll stay for a week, and I'll be with the curling team, and I'll go around. I'll, go to, I'll have an opportunity to, to go around to other events as well. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that, like uh, whether it's a hockey match or uh, figure skating, you name it. I try to hit as many as I possibly can uh, yeah. to support – 
the United States of America. Absolutely. Well, I know Rick Patsky, I know uh, Rich Lepping, uh, Bo Welling, the entire team. Excited to have you over there to watch and cheer on Team Schuster, Team Roth, Team Hamilton. Vernon Davis, the two-time Pro Bowler uh, out of the University of Maryland, the uh, number six overall pick in the 2006 NFL Draft. Follow Vernon again on Twitter, at VernonDavis85. Vernon, this has been awesome. Just thank you again so very much for joining us, and certainly, obviously, enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend, my friend. Uh, Thank you, my friend. Wow, just how cool is that? Vernon Davis, getting to have him for a few minutes here on the podcast. Just cannot thank him enough. That was just fantastic conversation, getting to slide a little Super Bowl action in there, but obviously, most importantly, what we're going to be sliding on the ice, and that's over in Pyeongchang coming up uh, just in days away now as our athletes are starting to make their way overseas to South Korea. All right, when we come back, Joe Calabrese and I will wrap things up here on the Extra Extra Podcast and put a bow on this episode right here. Coming up next. Time to close up shop on episode 28 of the Extra Extra End. Appreciate everybody listening this week, every week, every day, whatever you have listened, uh, loaded up on the extra extra end. We appreciate all our listeners, Joe, as it's been it's been fun to do this every single week. I, I've learned a lot. Um, we had a lot of laughs. This is no by, no by uh, any means the end. We've got a lot coming up, especially with the Olympics, where we'll be, be bringing podcasts every other day, uh, so to speak, uh, through the Olympic Games, as we'll have uh, an array of guests, array of folks uh, joining us, you, me, uh, Jerry Gertz, we got some others that I'm going to entice, dangle the carrot to get on with us, but you know, just kind of a way to, if anything else, just kind of decompress from all the action because I've got my calendar, I've got everything loaded up, uh, I know exactly my sleep schedule. It's going to get messy is all I know, but we're going to be able to decompress after a lot of the games right here on the Extra Extra End. Yeah, I think uh, you know, as we get to uh, the Olympics and there's going to be you know, 18 days of straight curling, uh, we're gonna have a lot to talk about, but we're, you know, the, the, I'm anticipating the swings being kind of wild. You know, oh, we're up today, but tomorrow we're down and we're feeling horrible, and then the <laughs> next day we're feeling great. Um, it, it's gonna be gonna gonna be kind of interesting. I gotta keep my uh, emotions uh, an even keel, I think. Yeah, one event. I thought you said street curling because that gave me that gave me a good plug because I'll be in Park City, Utah, coming up. On Saturday, February the 10th, it is one of the last Team USA Winterfest events the USOC is putting on. I'll be out there uh, with the uh, the grand prize winners uh, from the Oreo uh, Challenge where people could sign up to win the all-expense-paid trip to Park City, Utah in the Winterfest event there on Saturday afternoon. That's February the 10th in Park City. There will be the street curling competition. I'll be joined there by... Uh, Jenna Martin, also Vicki Persinger, and Tom Howell will be there along with U.S. Paralympian Jimmy Joseph. So I'm looking forward to being out there with them. Uh, also looking forward to next week, Joe, another uh, really our last episode to pre-Olympic uh, you know, primer that we've done. We've, we haven't done a, like a preview special. We've tried to basically do this as a primer since we started this really back in the fall. But you know, as we look ahead to next week's episode, don't forget we will have uh, Skip John Schuster next week, Joe, as well as Kevin Martin, who many consider, including myself, to be the best curler of all time. Yeah, I think uh, that's 
very uh, little in doubt. He's probably, uh, from most people's perspective, the best curler ever. Um, and I can't wait to get his insight on you know, what he thinks of the U.S.'s chances um, after being able to see some of these teams uh, close up over the last few weeks. Well, he answers that in much more. Has had about 20 minutes with Kevin Martin. We'll bring you that interview next week on the Extra Extra End. But this week, Super Bowl 52, you know we couldn't get out of here without talking a little football. I'm not talking Vernon Davis styles. We really appreciate him and Nina Roth earlier. But Vernon Davis uh, joined us and uh, tried to get a Super Bowl pick out of him, and you got that as he, you heard him pick the Philadelphia Eagles. I want to get yours in a second. But I think the Super Bowl actually in the Twin Cities is awesome. I've been to one. It was Super Bowl 50 in San Francisco when my Panthers lost, was covering it for our uh, station here in South Carolina ESPN Upstate. It was neat to have that experience. I've never wanted to go back to another one because of the corporate ripoff, which I've time and time again blasted on our show. But if I was going to go to another Super Bowl, going to the Twin Cities in Minneapolis would be it because of the cold weather, the the snow sliding outside. It looks like it is a lot of fun, especially the Radio Row there at Mall of America. It looks like it's been a great time, especially watching all these former NFLers hit the curling club to try their hand at curling. I can't wait to see some of the video from that. That sounds pretty terrific. I haven't seen any of that yet. Um, you hadn't seen that. Yeah. Oh man. I haven't. No. Oh man. You had, uh, you had Reggie Wayne, Willie McGinnis. Uh, I believe they were at the, uh, I believe they were at St. Paul, the St. Paul curling club. I believe, uh, there's some video NFL network even, uh, tweeted out and put, uh, put out on Facebook. Some of the, uh, um, the curling video from their total access show. Check it out. Really cool stuff to see some oh, of these guys really sliding. Great. Yeah, man, it is awesome to me. So that's one. I just think it's awesome. Have it in the twin cities, the non-traditional kind of location where it's cold and you know, you really get the elements. Of course the game is inside. You're not going to be playing in a foot of snow, but I just think it's really cool. But the big game. I just heard you say next Super Bowl should be in Buffalo. That's what I think I just heard. You say. Do you guys have a dome? If you got a dome, sign me up. No, if you no, have, we have no, we have no dome. All right, that's the no problem. Dome. You have to play in weather in Buffalo. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, li- I actually like that Super Bowl and the outdoors when it was in New York City because everybody was all, you know, everybody's, you know, what's wearing yeah, a wad. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was cool because it was different. But now, if it's going to be like upstate uh, New York, if you're going to be playing in. Uh, you know, in the in the heartland, you got to be playing in the dome. Where I mean, a foot of snow is just a regularity, right? <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah, I mean, foot is uh, generous. It's generous. That might be a little too too. Uh, all right, too, not not quite enough snow. Well, so. you can tell that I don't live in snow on a regular basis. As I look outside, and it was chilly this morning when it was forty eight. Here, the wind chill oh. of forty two. Yeah, so I'll make you jealous. But I would die for that right now. <laughs> yeah, I bet you would. It's coming. It is coming. And something else coming up, don't forget, uh, we booked plane tickets. I did this week uh, to Fargo for USA Curling Nationals. Joe, plug that real quick. Our broadcast coverage, I believe, what it will be going from March the 3rd to the 10th at Shields Arena there in Fargo. That's right. From March 3rd, uh, 8 p.m. is the first men's draw. And then the uh, final will be March 10th at 3 p.m. Um, I believe that's local time, so uh, you'll have to adjust uh, for central time uh, one way or the other. But, yeah, we're going to be uh, covering it from, from uh, pillar to post, so to speak. we got uh, some folks lined up to help uh, do the uh, color commentary. we got some fifth-end break guests. We're, we're pretty excited. Bryce, I'm, I'm happy to have you back, and 
uh, working with us. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. It's just been a blast every single time I get to the few times I've gotten to do it with you all, but it is going to be a blast there. Certainly a blast coming up and uh, actually next week, next Wednesday evening, I believe 635, if I've got my time right, Eastern Standard Time, we will have curling. That would be mixed doubles. Matt and Becca Hamilton on the ice, so less than a week away from Olympic curling. But Super Bowl picks, Joe, do you want to go first? Are you yeah. going to go against the GOAT is all I know. What Are you going to do it? So here's what I figure. I figure that the Patriots have Tom Brady. Gronkowski's going to play, right? Uh, I'd be shocked if he doesn't, but it is as of this recording, it is still not medically clear to announce that he will. Okay, I'm going to assume that he's going to play because how can you really tell that Kronkowski is concussed? Yeah, I mean, agree. Really, how can you tell? I agree. So um, I, I think you got Edelman, you got uh, you got uh, White, you got uh, Gillisley. If they decide to activate him, he's a former Bill. You know, I like him. Um, you, you got all those weapons on offense, and you've got a, a defense that's opportunistic. You got uh, Stephen Gil- or, uh, uh, Gilmore, uh, another former Bill. Uh, you got uh, Chris Hogan on the offensive side, a former Bill. You got all these things going in favor of New England, right? Mm-hmm. I can't pick New England. I just can't do it. It's going to be the Eagles. All right. Well, I, see, I just can't do that because I mean, Brady is the best for a reason. Even without uh, Gronk last year, wins another Super Bowl. I, he doesn't need Gronk to win it. I, I agree that the Eagles are capable. I think the Eagles are are better than anybody's given them credit for, but – you just can't go against Brady because it's still hard to believe that they the Patriots. I believe, and I don't think I've got this wrong, but if I do, let me know that the Patriots have still never scored a point in the first quarter of a Super Bowl with Tom Brady at quarterback. Do I have that right? Boy, that seems crazy. But it, it, it it does. Insane, I'm gonna believe you. Well, it, yeah, that seems insane. It does seem insane, but I that's a stat I read. In, Pretty sure I heard that correctly uh, just this morning, but I I just can't go against Brady. I you got to go Patriots. Every good, every sport, every storybook, every you know movie, it needs a good villain. You have to have that villain. It makes it more fun. And I'm not saying I like the Patriots because I really don't have anything really against them. Their play-by-play guy Bob Sosi is a, is a friend of mine. Worked together with him at the Naval Academy back in the day, but. I don't care for the Eagles. I think they're the worst fans in pro sports. I'm sorry, listeners, if you if you're an Eagle fan, I just cannot pull for the Eagles. I I mean, I'm almost pulling for the for the Patriots by default. But when it comes to making the money, I think that the Eagles will cover. But I think the Patriots win a thriller. That's where I'm going. Well, if it's if it's an ending anything like last year, I think a lot of people will be pretty happy. All right, I agree with that. If we can get anything resembling that game last year. We will all be happy. All right, let's get out of here. Episode 28 in the books. Appreciate Nina Roth and Vernon Davis joining us here in this episode. Don't forget, we will be back again with episode 29 next week. Skip John Schuster and Kevin Martin with NBC Sports will be calling the action uh, with Jason Knapp over in South Korea and Pyeongchang. They will be with us next week on the Extra Extra End. But until then, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Pats. Go Eagles. Whatever is your flavor du jour in the big game. Until then, next week, we will see you then. Price Atkinson, Joe Calabrese. See you next week. Thanks for being with us on this edition of the Extra Extra In podcast with Price Atkinson. Follow Price and the 12th In Sports Network crew on Twitter and Facebook to stay up on our weekly contests, giveaways, and guests 
for upcoming episodes of the Extra Extra In podcast, powered by Isogenics. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, what's the word, delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva Paper Towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home.